Sutler is a crowdsourced, hyper-localized app that rewards local users exploring their local community. Sutler lets local businesses connect directly with their best customers. Locals, sharing time-sensitive deals and exclusive Sutler specials only offered on Sutler. Locals know best, not an algorithm. Sutler, trust local. You're listening to Real to Real with Coach Herb and B, a podcast that brings you community and culture with your host, Coach Herb and B. Hey, 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 y'all, what's happening? This is Coach Herb, and I'm joined by my homegirl, B, as usual. And <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm joined by a special guest and always Mr. Ben in the background, just chilling. Um, you know, we never see him. We see him very rarely. Let's just put it that way. And He'll take a peek sometimes. We have a guest that... Um, <laughs> Is joining us tonight. There's no relation, even though we have similar last names. Uh, Mr. Ike, Ike Williams. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Yes. Thank, you, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank and, you. And Ike is um, a little bit of a fashionista slash designer. I don't think I, I, don't think I can live up to that name right now. <laughs> what <that> title <laughs> designer slash musician. Nah. I don't know about that. I like the I like the background right there. You got yeah, your, I like the your clothing rack yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. like what I'm seeing. That's right. Two X. I like that. X hoodie for Coach Herb. Oh, <laughs> hey, I mean, I, you know, once, I'm always once willing to them, advertise for everybody. Let's just put yeah, it. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, I sent some stuff over to you guys, so hopefully it'll come within the next what thirty minutes. Yeah. That's right. For you now. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, where should I start? Um, well, I'm I'm 27 now. Um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, originally. Um, I'm currently living in Los Angeles. I moved out here almost two and a half, three years ago. Um, I was actually here for vacation, but I never went back home. That's the funny part of it. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So I had a, I had a one way ticket, and I just stayed here, and I just figured it out. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a rapper. I'm a author. Obviously, I have a clothing brand, as you can see. Um, I do a little bit of everything. Um, I dabble with the camera, videography, things like that. So, I just try to get involved in a little bit of everything when it comes to the arts and just being creative. I love that. That is, yeah, that's awesome because that is like a jack of all trades. Yeah, which is yeah. good. Actually, good for yeah for the younger generation. They they need they need to have. Because I think I think I think a lot of the younger generation have ADD, and they don't want to say that, but that's really what it is. Is like you have to do multiple things to keep you occupied. You gotta have your hat in all different, you oh, know, have your hand in all it's, everything. Sounds bad, but it's not really bad. ADD is actually good because you can be keep yourself busy and mm-hmm. yeah, keep moving around. Mm-hmm. You can't sit still, basically, you know. What made you get into all of that? Because mm-hmm. that's a, you named a few different things, you know? Uh, I would say life more so than anything. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I started out, you know, going to school just like everybody else. I was a basketball player. Like, I'm, I'm six, seven. So, six, 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 seven. So, I was always in that realm. And, you know, um, Mr. Herb, you said you're a basketball fanatic. So, um, I'm the nephew of Reggie Williams from Georgetown. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's my I uncle. I've heard of him. 
Yeah, so he was on a he was on he was on a championship team. You know, Pat, one Pat of my Pat idols now, growing right? up, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, being in that realm and you know coming up behind him and playing basketball was a lot of pressure, but it was like I was up to it. But um, I was I was never in love with the game. I was always involved with music or you know um, just anything creative, whether it be cooking. You know, I started cooking at a young age. My dad's a chef, so I was in culinary. Okay. Um, mm, so that's yes. where that's where it all stemmed from. So that's what I was all so. trades like ladies um if you're if he's okay. single um I think <laughs> you might that might be a catch now would you advertise for him like <laughs> the man listen, could cook. Every, listen everybody needs a spoke person everybody <laughs> needs a spoke person <laughs> yeah. I tell you the man can cook he can make you a nice outfit mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right write you a song so I mean, what listen. what did you dabble into first um the music aspect. So I was I was more so behind the scenes, um, not knowing what I was doing. You know, I was I was in high school, idolizing you know Sean Combs and you know Dame Dash and what they were doing. So me and my group of friends, everybody rap but me. Um, I basically took the the voluntary approach of being that representation. So um, when that when that early two thousand era was going on and Rockefeller was doing their thing and you know Bad Boy, you know every R and B song you heard was Bad Boy. You know. Um, we basically emulated it. You know, we started a record label. My name was on a on a dotted line at a young age. You what, 15, 16. Um, and I'm representing these guys. I'm behind the scenes, you know, directing the videos and all this stuff is still on YouTube to this day. Um, but we we catapulted something. And then as life went along, you know, I went to college, you know, everybody went their own different directions. And then um I just had to figure things out on my own. Like, what do I actually want to do? Right. And then, you know, you always have, you know, the family members that are traditional, like, oh, you know, you should go to school to, you know, be a lawyer or, you know, you speak well, you know, do X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's not really what I want to do. Right. So you got to find yourself. Right. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what it basically was. But I was always involved with music. And then when I got to college, I started rapping. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started doing, you know, other things. That's why I tapped into videography um, and things like that as well. Where'd you end up going to school? I went to Stevenson, Stevenson University. Okay. Okay. So, a quick story that I, I really don't tell people because everybody gets mad every time I say it, <laughs> especially especially when you you know a yeah. brother. Um, I got accepted to Morehouse, and I turned them down. I didn't go. Oh. Um, reason being is I didn't really want to go to college. I wanted to go straight mm-hmm. into the workforce and, you know, having an uncle like I had and, you know, a dad who's doing his own thing. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't want to go to school. Mm-hmm. And um, since I wanted to get involved with business, I, it didn't make logical sense for me to go to school for business because business is one of the things you learn on the go, in my opinion. Um, but I didn't want to go to school. And I remember that particular year, it was what, 2011? And I didn't receive my acceptance letter yet from Morehouse. So I called them. And this was probably in the July, first week of August. School starts August 25th or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, oh, Mr. Williams, yeah, you got accepted. You didn't get your letter. I was like, no. Oh, we're going to expedite that right away. By that time, the scholarship money was gone. I didn't have no money to go to that school. So I was like, you know, I'm going to cut my losses. I got in. That's good enough. So I just ended up going for Stevenson later on once I decided. I literally made my decision probably like the week before school that I was going to go to college. Oh, wow. 
I made the decision the Monday before it was time to go to mm-hmm. class that I was going to go to college. So I ended up going. I graduated a year early because I couldn't nice. afford to be there. So I just got the most out of it that I could and just moved on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you didn't play there. Did you play there? I I had the opportunity to play, but I was young and wild. Me and the right. coach, we didn't see we didn't <laughs> see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming from my high school, I went to I went to City College. So coming from City, like you know, we was winning championships left and right. You know, the whole City Poly thing, and then Dunbar. Right. We were winning championships. So my coach actually reached out and was like, hey, look, you know, I just looking to come to you guys' school, blah, blah, blah. The recruiting process is already over. So right. I got in on a favor. But the coach that I was supposed to play for, he ended up not coaching, oh. so they replaced him. So uh-huh. I got a coach from California, and I was never on his radar. Like, we don't know each other, so we start off on the wrong, on the wrong foot. Right. Yeah. So I never mm-hmm. really – I never took it to that level, and I just stopped playing ball and just wanted to be a regular college student. Because, like I said mm-hmm. before, I was I wasn't in love with the game. It was just I liked it. Right, it something to do. Yeah. So I get it. Man. That's wild to just stay out in LA after I going know. on vacation, right? Yeah, I couldn't take, keep myself take, just staying at like a I vacation. Mean, I always plane. I always lived I always lived my life like that. I mean, a lot of us we 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 hold on to things too tight. And you got to learn to let go because what's meant for you is meant for you. So that's how I ended up out here. Because when I got here, um, I was working for LA Fitness at the time. I don't know if you're all familiar with LA Fitness. I was working yeah. at the gym. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember my boss asked me when, I first, when he first hired me, you know, um, what are your goals for the next five years? You know, they always ask you a short term. Five-year question. Yeah. I was like, well, I see myself living in California one day. He was like, oh, really? He was like, I know a lot of people out there, you know, nice place. I ended up being Mm -hmm. with the company for about three years. This vacation was coming up. He was like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going to California. He was like, oh, well, when you get there, you know, stop at this location and ask for this person. I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't think nothing of it. Right. (laughs) And he was like, I'll see you soon. I'm like, what do you mean? You You know, it was like one of those goodbye conversations. Yeah. So I ended up getting on the plane the next day. I stopped at this particular location by the airport, like he told me to. And then um, the guy Prince, <clears throat> who I met with, he was like, um, he was like, yeah, you know, um, we got a lot of opportunity here. You know, Larry spoke so highly of you, blah 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 blah. I'm just gonna get straight to it. Do you want to stay? I need somebody like you. And he's oh, a Chicago wow. kind of guy, so he real direct. I was like, whoa, brother, you know, I just met you. You know, you <laughs> asked me to stay. And then I just thought in the back of my mind, I was like, well, I don't have anything that I hold on to, so let me just stay. Mm-hmm. And then once I told him yes, he was like, well, I'm glad you said yes because Larry already transferred you. Before you got here, he transferred you already. Wow. Because my, bo- my boss knew I was going to stay if I was presented with the opportunity. Ah. Wow. So that's how there was no discussion of that. Right, exactly. Uh, I was about to say, like, how did it just go? It just go send you over like that. It just happened that way. Yeah. Like, because he, just from that initial conversation, you know, I had interest of being here. So that's how it, that's how it trickled down. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, like I said, um, uh, I tapped into being an author. I wrote all of this into a book. I wrote this in a book, like the whole story of how I got here. Um, I haven't put it out yet, but I'll let you all know first as soon as I do. Yes. But the book is already written. I just have to, you know, send it over to an editor and 
do all the cute stuff as they call it. Yeah. But it's already written. Yeah, I know a couple of um authors, best selling authors. <laughs> Shut well, up, listen, if, <laughs> Lord please, Jesus. you know, if you if you could plug me in, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh, because I feel I feel look. the book would be good. I feel the yeah. book, book would be good for people. Um, it's a self help book more than anything. Yeah, I was about to say, what did you, when did you finish it? When are you? I, I actually finished it a year ago. I just haven't touched it. Mm-hmm. Just, sometimes you got to okay. sit it down and just walk away. But I wrote it literally in a month. Um, let a few people read it. Um, one of my mentors that I met out here, um, I let him read it as well. He was like, "When are you putting it out?" And I'm like wait a minute, you know, get this thing together. He was like, no, you got to put it out. You got to put it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, this is coming from, you know, um, somebody that you've seen in movies already. Like I've, I've jumped out there and tried to meet people. So nice. one of my mentors is, you know, he's, he's uh stamped as I should say. So he was like, yeah, you got to put it out because if you yeah. wait too long, it's going to, you know, yeah. it's going to go by the wayside. So. Well, you better put it out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that'd be good. They don't tell you that just like you're being transferred. They don't tell you for a reason. They tell you because they mm-hmm. feel like it's it's something that's gonna do well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I believe everything happens, get, happens for a reason. Yeah, we're gonna get right into it. Um, what you got for us, Red? Well, <clears throat> you know, it's, it was great to kind of hear Ike's uh, story and. I'm interested to to hear more about the and read the book when it does kind of get into that final uh, stage process here because yeah. just listening to the story for the last like five seven minutes has been really kind of cool and uh, eye opening yeah. to just hear about your different experiences and see the opportunities that you kind of taken by the reins that have been presented to you. But uh, we'd be yeah. remiss if we didn't talk about the main reason why we came on today, which is uh, <laughs> right, clothing right. line, humble society, <laughs> yeah, which man. clearly yeah. see you across humble your chest. Humble society, yes. <laughs> So we wanted to kind of yeah. ask you what, um, where did the, uh, the name or how did this kind of uh, pop into your head or how did you kind of go along this path? Well, you know, Ben, when I looked over this list of questions right here, right, this was by <laughs> far the hardest question to answer on the list because the honest answer is like, the name came out of the blue, but it, it is a combination of like everything we just talked about. It's a combination. Um, cause the name of my book actually is humble in Hollywood. Um, so when I started out with merch per se, I was putting it in my mind of, let me make merch to go along with the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So merch and then the book. Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. when a lot of people think of the word humble, they're like, Oh, you know, being modest or, you know, some people might look at it like, Oh, why you being humble? Like, um, what do you feel less than is it's not even about that. Yeah. I feel as though, some of the most successful people in the world are humble. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama. Then you know it, right. Um, right. So that's where the name basically came from, the book itself. The concept of the clothing brand came from just merch ideas. But in the back of my mind, I know we as people, we always gravitate to something great. We always want to be a part of something. Whether it be a fan club for your favorite team a podcast. We all like community. We want to be a part of something. So that's where the whole society situation came from. Right. Okay. I like that. Yeah. 
So cool, I was cool. I was gonna say watching and uh, you know I went onto your Instagram page and your website to kind of learn more when I was doing the research and stuff for the questions. Uh, and as mm-hmm. we've been kind of talking and I've been watching you, um, it, what's kind of jumped up even more, which is surprising because I looked at it so much yesterday uh, as leading up to the show. Uh, I like the juxtaposition. Well, thanks for the engagement. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Definitely go check it out. Um, but the, I like the juxtaposition of the fonts for the two words. Like how humble mm-hmm. is just very, you know, it, it's stated. It's exactly what it is. It's no more, no less. But then society kind of almost has that high society feel to it, which I think is a, a nice kind of play off of the, the word humble in the beginning. So definitely right. wanted to right, right. kind of say yeah. that was very well done right. as well. And, and also, I did, I did it, it I did also makes purposely. you stare. It makes okay. you stare at the, the actual. It does. It when I told Hill, when I was talking to Hillary, when I was talking to Hillary about you, I was like, that, the logo itself is very clean. Right. Like, you know, it just looks like something you would want to wear on a regular yeah. basis because it has a very um, simple, clean look to it, right? You know, Same. you have your color. As bright. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you. Actually, all of these are two actually, yeah. so whatever you want, I can just send to you. There you go, you see? Can you, I was about to say, can you show us uh, the pieces that are behind you? Yeah, so this is, can you see? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the white, yeah. this, is the, this is a white crew neck. Okay. Um, this is an oatmeal. I call it the buttercream. This one actually sold out. Oh, People yeah. going crazy over this one. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Um, we have the Heather Gray, which I'm going to release uh, this month. That's so nice. mm-hmm. this this month in particular, I'm doing four different colors, but I'm only doing mm-hmm. sets. So the whole sweatsuit, so the joggers in the, in the top. Oh, so ah. I have a I have an all white sweatsuit, the all gray, um, our charcoal gray, which is already posted on that. So I got the joggers to go with it as well, and then mm-hmm. the black. Yeah. So all of those sweatsuits, and then I'm going to release this this week. That's the, nice. I call it the, I call it the Nipsey Blue. Nice. You're giving me all the Beyonce Ivy Park vibes right now. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. There it is. All you need to do is just put your box up behind it and roll it out. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 right, right, right. I like that. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, man. Would you say thank that you, the, the, the style of clothes um, from the uh, hoodies to the crewnecks to the sweatpants and hats and things like that and shirts were was is that all super intentional or to kind of go along with the with the name of the line or um, are you planning to kind of at some point not upscale it but at least do um, maybe something a bit different than just the uh, looks and styles that you have so far for the first I think it's either two or three um, I want to say lines that you have so far. You know what, Ben? You are on a roll. Um, <laughs> once again, you know, you stunned me with the question. There uh, he goes. <laughs> and to answer the first portion of the question, I got fizzled up, it was like three parts. <laughs> um, yes, the, the sweats and everything were intentional. I mean, I was an athlete, so I want to be comfortable. Everybody wants to be comfortable. Um, <laughs> so, so it was intentional. Um, and this brand itself, this, this is a clothing brand I wanted to start my whole life. I've always wanted to like, you know, you saw the S. Carter collection back in the day, you know. Right. Um, Absolutely. You know, I remember FUBU was a kid, like, I just wanted something, you know, by us, for us. I wanted something yeah. comfortable. You know, when you wear these pieces, it's like, 
it's comfortable. It's not just a, it's mm-hmm. not a, you know, a fruit of the loom or gilded type of vibe. Like when I say the, the, the oatmeal feels like buttercream and actually feels like plush, you know, everything's fit you the way it's supposed to. Like I, I, I took my time and actually, you know, executed all of it. So yeah, the, the sweats were definitely um, on purpose. And, you know, as time goes on, I'm, I'm going to switch it up. Um, designs, you know, different garments. I'm looking to get into, you know, boxers, socks. Um, okay. All different types of things. Um, Raincoats. Right. Yeah. You know, denim jackets, all different types of stuff. So, you know, it's all about finding the right manufacturer that's going to give you the feel that you want because, right. you know, I'm representing the people, so I have to give the people what they want. If I'm not mm-hmm. going to wear it, why should you? Why should you? Yeah. So definitely uh, off the wall uh, question to what you kind of had said, because I didn't have this on the original list, but we were talking about it before we came on and you had mentioned that you are, uh, you had gotten into the game of golf and that you really enjoy playing it and to kind of go along with this uh, different uh, merchandise or different uh, avenues for you to take this clothing line, something popped in my head. I was like, what about golf club? golf club covers mm-hmm. because That's i was thinking right. oh humble society i think that would look great on a like a little golf head right there that. and i'm never just like oh, what you know no. you'd you be oh. humble brag and stuff like that i gotta cut you sports. in yeah yeah Uh-oh. hey 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 ben can't offer too much information until you sign something brother listen <laughs> okay. I, I play fair i play fair <laughs> all right it's, all right it's, it's not right. me personally it's not about the uh, it's not about the bottom line to me right I'm also satisfied with the with the volume. Seeing people wear my my my, my clothing, you know, represent yeah. the brand, being part of the community, you know, represent. I mean, the money aspect is like whatever. I'm blessed regardless. But right. um, I definitely play fair. It's his idea. If I run with it, I'll cut Ben in. You know, it's just been truthful. <laughs> ben, there you go. Hey, look, I can. Ben I have just a lot a of house, crazy ideas. So hey, I can help you out there. Any 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 <laughs> extra cash that can come in, Ben's all about it. <laughs> Listen, Ben, I got you. You know, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the hats. You know, with the the polo shirts. Yes. All right. All the right. The club covers, yes. the bags. <laughs> there you, know, you go. Get this going. So yeah, like I, that, I like the jean jacket idea too. I, I do too. I like the jean jacket idea. I like <laughs> the raincoat jean idea. Ja- jean jacket is Listen, coming back. Like I'm crazy. a denim jacket. I'm a denim jacket guy. Yo, yeah. I would get a denim jacket as well as a raincoat. Yeah. So like, it's kind of funny because we were just talking about it the other day. Um, overalls. Are making yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a big it's a big thing out here in LA. Um, yeah. Cause you know, I, you know, I, never. <laughs> I never. That's all about how you wear it. I mean, yeah, I mean, because, um, no, I get it. Like, because they're making them now, right? They're making them now distressed. Like, you right. know how everybody wears the distressed jeans. They, yes. they make them that way, and they're a little bit more fitted. Mm-hmm. Back then, what they were, you know, back in the day. Yeah, as far, back like, then, yeah, I was not a fan back then. They were very baggy and very right. loose. Well, yeah, they're not yeah. baggy anymore. So that's yeah. why a lot of people wearing them. You wear it off one shoulder, you know, you might put on a hoodie or like a sweatshirt mm-hmm. and then you go about mm-hmm. your business. So that's how everybody's well, doing it. Well, how I'll is do everything? Is, um, my, my son will probably come out to LA once in a while. Maybe you can throw him on there, um, have him do a um, some, some shots or something. I don't know what they do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Model some of your stuff or something. I don't oh know. yeah, your pretty, your pretty son, your yeah, pretty boy he, son. Like, That's right. He likes oh, to yeah. dress a little, and he likes the comfortable clothes. So, I'm sure he'll be down. I'm, 
know. I'm down. I'm down to you know link up with mm-hmm. him. I'm always about you know connecting and just you yeah. Know, mm-hmm. present, I can present see him doing that. Her. Yeah. He's, he's into like he he he's doing he was playing. He is a basketball star in high school and all of that, yeah, or yeah. football, right? Which one? Football, basketball. Lacrosse. That's what I thought. Yeah, he, all he of played it. multiple sports. He played so many sports, he couldn't decide what he wanted to go to school for. <laughs> That's so I was right. like, man, you just got to pick one. They never I mean, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard, like though. You. How, how, like, how old is he? Um, he's 19. He played He played mm-hmm. everything, and then he decided at the end, he was like, mm. I'm good. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, in, he's in a generation after me, so it's a little different. Yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm, I'm still in that cusp. Right. 90s baby, so. <laughs> right. You know, I'm still close to the 80s, so it's like, you know, you want to do everything, but it's like, you know, you have to stay grounded. Yes. Mm-hmm. But even with How everything it, that I'm doing, it all, it all correlates. Yes. How was it growing up in Baltimore? It was fun. I mean, I tell people all the time, I'm from the best city in the world. And they, they don't believe me out here because... Where you I'm know, I don't now. believe you. I grew up in PG County, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't... <laughs> you see, we don't say Baltimore is the... Baltimore. Listen, the world. I love, I love, I love PG. I love PG. PG gave me an outlet. <laughs> I love, I love PG County. PG County gave me an outlet, um, especially growing up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you guys remember, my uncle owned a restaurant in Bowie years ago called Reggie Sports Cafe. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, yes, and, I remember. And I used, yep. And I used to bust the dishes there, and that's how I learned how to cook. Okay. I was working there. Ah. I was working there at thirteen. Yep, I was working there. Also, oh, you might have um, you might have got a couple of plates of mine then, because I've been there. A probably, <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah, probably. Hey. But um, I definitely yeah, I know my aunt used to go there all the time. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie was one of our, our us growing up like our heroes growing mm-hmm. up. Well, you know, in rest of Virginia, we didn't we didn't have too many guys, and he was so silky smooth, man. Oh my god. He still is. Like if that he, man is still he, is. But I'm just about? saying, like, if he played right now, he would be the best player in the league because, like, his game transcends from then till now, which mm-hmm. is crazy because the way the game is played now is like out of this world. Everybody wants to take jump shots, but he was he was that guy that could shoot a jump shot, take it to the basket, do it all. You know. Yeah, I like to think he was Mellow before Mellow. Yeah. He was Carmelo Anthony before Carmelo. Yep. That's exactly yep. how we played, you mm-hmm. know, watching old tape. So definitely. Don't be smooth, yeah. man. We had him on uh yeah. not too long ago. So we're gonna put his stuff out there shortly and have him on again a few more times. So yep. yeah. Wow, that's some big shoes I gotta, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Carrying that name yeah. too, so you. That's know. right. You carrying that name, you better slide right on them right yeah, there. You better, you better. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. society better step it up. <laughs> yeah, we trying, man. But um, it looks good. I hey. got something. I know. That's awesome. I know. So I mean, um, what what um demographics do you do you like? Kind of cater to pretty much everybody, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, is it more the urban side or just? Whoever comes, comes, right? In the beginning, yes, whoever comes, come. But um, I feel as though a business or anything that you're doing, whenever, you know, 
whether it's me, you know, marketing music or, you know, when I get to the point of selling my book or anytime you want to sell something or appeal to someone, you have to figure out what your target market is going to be. Um, when I get into that position, personally, me, I look in the mirror. Okay, what am I interested in? Right. Mm-hmm. What do I like? What do I dislike? Um, what do I like to do? That's where I start. So it could be, you know, the person I went to college. Um, they're interested in, you know, they like sports or they read books or whatever it may be. That's how I start to get a spectrum of what direction I'm going to go in. Okay. But in the same token, it might be a, it might be a female that's exactly like that. Right. So it can go either way. Um, and we know, historically, women are the number one consumer of everything. Right. That's right. So I could target a guy all day, but it's like, she's going to buy it. She's or she's going to tell him to buy it. Oh, that's right. I was about to say. Yeah. Or she's going to tell like, him I mean, to buy it. Like exactly. You your, um, your buttercream one, I'm sure that sells out for the ladies. The ladies are all over that one. It for, it for sure did. That's so I right. try to make it, I make the comfortability aspect came from the ladies. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got that opinion first. What do you feel? What do you think about this? What do you think about the color? How do I feel? Oh, that's great. Oh, that's... So I wanted it comfortable enough for the ladies and sexy enough, but I want it cool enough for the guys to wear it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you I would got say it. I would probably say 75% ladies, 25% men. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I'm sure the ladies are all over that. That color too. That's a nice looking. Oh, yeah. That yeah, blue right nice there. And that color. cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That mustard. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the mustard was, was a nice, was a nice seller too. Yeah. When I was uh, doing the research on your page and things, uh, one of the interesting things that I saw that you were selling is a uh, protest photo album. Um, and yes. You know, having mm-hmm. Herb and B, um, and just living in the areas that we do, it's you know, it hasn't been all about COVID this year. There's been a lot of uh, social engagement, a lot of social unrest at this time, and kind of wanted to hear a little bit more about this protest photo album because I can't see the pictures in it. So I'm really kind of interested to, to hear and to let others know what it represents to you and kind of the impact that you were hoping to make with it. So with the photo album, the way that came about was um, when all the protests, you know, happened. So I'm here in Los Angeles. So it was crazy. We had a protest every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and early on, you know, I, I missed like maybe two and I was getting down on myself like, oh, I need to do something. Like I got to get out there. Like people are like, you know, rallying up. I got to do something. Yeah. So I just, you know, I got up one day and I just went. My first protest, I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, and then people try to freak you out. Like, oh, you know, make sure you write your number on your arm just in case you get arrested. And, you know, they just try to freak you out. So I went with a group of my friends and I was like, let me document this situation. So like I said, I, I, I tapped into videography. So I went to maybe a half a dozen protests and I documented every single last one of them. I got them on video, made videos of them. Mm-hmm. The pictures, the pictures were actually the B-roll. I just wanted to get some pictures right. just because, but I actually got all the videos up and they're on my YouTube. So if you go to my Instagram, you'll see that I have a link for my videos and all the protest videos that I did. So okay. um, mm-hmm. we, nice. did, we did a protest to the mayor of Los Angeles. We went to his mansion. We did a protest there. It was a protest in Hollywood. I think it was like, I don't know how many millions of people were out there, but it went crazy. Um, and I was on the ground running with everybody. Um, it was a protest for, I think, all Black Lives Matters. That was in West Hollywood. Like, I was all over the place just documenting everything. So um, the point that I wanted to 
get from that or, you know, the point I want to make was like, you know, the situation that we're going through is real and need to be documented as I put it out there. Yes, it does. I put it together and I put it in a, in a book form, you know, for those people that didn't have the opportunity to go out or they were too hesitant or they were, you know, afraid to do it. So it was like, okay, you can live this moment with what I presented you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even, I even, I even included some of my photos I took at the, the March on Washington. I flew back home just to nice. go to that. Um, okay. So I was there. I got that video up as well. Um, and it came out nice. I mean, it was just, you know, quick, maybe two, three minute videos. Um, and that's just what I wanted to do. I just wanted to get the people involved. I just wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, one of the more later questions that I was going to ask, so hopefully it's a little bit easier, is um, are there any local celebrities or personalities or even, you know, people that you're a huge admirer or fan of that you really wish, like, if you had the opportunity to put put a couple pieces in the mail, get it over to them, uh, and kind of see them out and about repping, you know, humble society and things like that, who would, are there a few names you can, you can say, no hurt feelings if you don't name everybody, because I'm sure there's a lot, but... Yeah, I, I can't name everybody. Um, well, well, the first per- the first person is on that was would have been on that list would have been um, her boy. Dang, I got you. I got you, Herb. I got you. I got you. But no, um, Nipsey would have been on that list. Um, like I said, you know, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite rappers, just what he did with the marathon situation was huge. Um, Mm -hmm. I still have a, I still have a vision of doing a collaboration with them. Um, even though I never had the opportunity to meet him, I met his Mm -hmm. brother, Black Sam, when I first got here. So I was able to meet him, um, which was really cool. So I definitely want to do a collaboration with them in the future. Um, I definitely want to get some pieces in the hands of, you know, like a, a chance to rapper, um, my guy Toby down in Texas, you know, he, he's going crazy right now with the music, Toby mm-hmm. and Fats, um, you know, just, just the underground people, you know? Um, yeah, I think that would be it better. I feel like that's a good niche well, right there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The underground folk, yeah, cause man. you know, they have a, they have a following that's like coming up with them. For yeah. me, I look for the underground people. You already know the big yeah. names. I'm all I'm all about the underground, um, and I love humble society. I love the fact humble that you said society, that. Humble society, baby. Humble <laughs> society. Like, hey. yeah, I'm all, I'm all I'm all about the underground. That's just me, um, because I feel as though when you get to a certain point, you you have to do business with you know the higher ups. But it's like mm-hmm. me personally, like I want I want to keep it in the community. So it's like I don't want to give the money away. Right. Keep it, in the, keep it in the community. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's definitely a plus. Well, at the end of every show, we love to promote small businesses as normal. So we just want to make sure that you take this moment to promote yourself as uh, much as possible. Tell us where we can find all of your clothing, your whole brand, where we can find out about your music, uh, your book, et cetera. So. Well, we're going to have okay. him back on for his book release. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let me get absolutely. your copy of that out there right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a quick, it's a quick read. You all are really going to enjoy it. It's only about mm-hmm. eight or nine chapters. But no, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's um, good for my, my attention. <laughs> that's good for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and it, and it's, and it's gonna really it's gonna really appeal to the people that don't read as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have an audio type of situation with it as well. So okay. even if you don't read the book, you oh, get the gist of what happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. audio books are the best because <laughs> you can listen to them everywhere. That'd be really cool if you have, are you are you planning on being the narrator in the book, Mr. Williams? And oh. I don't want to give too much, but let's okay. just say it's an audio, let's, let's it's an audio situation. Let's say audio book, but it's, it's an audio situation. All don't right. you pop out here and have Morgan Freeman reading for you and have a whole book read. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> right. I might have. If I, if I meet him one day, you know. That's right. Out here, you can bump into anybody, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as long as you got your 30-second elevator pitch together, right. it might be like, right. you know what, young blood? You know what, young blood, I do you that solid. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know. Nah, that's but, cool. Um, well, yeah, tell us all about the business. So, um, I don't even know where to start. Elevator pitch. Here we go. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's I like right. Y'all, y'all hilarious. They're hilarious, man. <laughs> They're hilarious, man. Um, so, yeah, my name is Ike Will. Or Ike Williams, you know, Mr. Herb called me out, representing Homo Society, my brand. So if you want the best luxury quality, come shop with us. Um, you can find us at Humble Society underscore on Instagram, um, thehumblesociety.com. Like I said, we have a new collection dropping momentarily. So be on the lookout for that. Um, you can also follow me on my personal Instagram, and that's where you can get a hold of all my visuals, my music. Um, and things of that nature. That'll be Ike Will underscore. So I K E W I L L underscore. Um, and that's pretty much it. I love it. No, that's Ike awesome. Underscore Will or Ike underscore. It's I K E W I L L underscore. Okay. And then it's going to be Humble Society underscore as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Humble yeah. Society. That's the move. Yeah, no, I love it. I, like, really like, I, I, really, yeah. I really dig the name. Like, I'm not going to front. I really dig the name. I think. No, it's, it's pretty cool. It's yeah. a good. It's real. It, came out, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And and the real the real reason the name stuck is because um, we, we live in society nowadays um, that we don't humble ourselves enough to give people their roses while they're still here. So that's the reason why I stuck with the uh, the name. And Man, when it comes to the community, yeah, when it comes to the community, playing. you might need hey, to make you, you a book start writing of, poetry or something, brother. That's right. <laughs> no, nah, seriously, right. we don't give people they, we don't give people their roses. We don't give them their flowers. Oh no, smiling. we don't. Right. We wait till they till they gone. And, like Nipsey Hussle, and, you, miss, you know all of right, that. Like right. Yeah. And, I, and me personally, that's a moment I never have. I, I I would never be able to meet him, but I was able to see him in concert. Mm-hmm which is cool. So I saw him at, at, the, at the Fillmore at Silver Spring. I saw him All a couple right. years ago. Yeah. And then I met, his, I met his brother right after, but I'm never able to meet him, but it's like, you know, we have to give people their roses. So that's why the name really stuck. Um, and if you look at the design, the humble is, is like, it's broken concrete. Right. And then, right. you know, society is in script. So it's, it's, it's the elegant side of things, is the success. Yeah. So, you know, you have your humble beginnings and then you have your success. But you got to think outside of the box to get the success. That's why the why is out of it. So when you get to the end of it, you got to make it out of the box. Man. Oh. <laughs> this is 
Jason oh, Becker right. Yes. Right now. Like, yo, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. How you in the, old, <laughs> the whole episode real deep? Right. I appreciate that. Right. Because yeah, look, you know, we got we to gotta do that sometimes. But I just want to give y'all y'all roses while I'm sitting there. I appreciate it, what y'all doing. I appreciate y'all having me on. No, appreciate um, coming no on. we appreciate you coming yeah, on. Thank you. When y'all get you know, when y'all get the big studio in the sky, you know, just, just make <laughs> that's sure that's right. You we know, dream big. Yeah, that's right. Y'all we get that Oprah compound. You know, let me know. Society a shout out. That's right. Please, might have to go in there walking with a humble society sweatsuit on. Yep. There, there you go. You know, I, <laughs> hey, y'all know I like comfort. I, I, I know you do. You know I like comfort too, man. What you talking about? And look, a nice. I saw your dad. No need to be tension. Yeah. When people see me in jeans, they be like, oh, man, you dressed up. <laughs> I do. All the time. Like, you real dressed up. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like me a sweatsuit. this has been wonderful. Yeah. I like me a sweatsuit. I'll tell you that much. We're going to make that happen for you. We're going to make it happen for you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited about that because I will definitely represent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, uh, Herb just, is send, like me, the just send me over. Send me over your sizes and everything. Okay. Herb is like the mayor of uh, our Reston here, so yeah, I'll look everywhere <laughs> you can't I'll go nowhere without right? him uh, not Losing knowing anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's too much for me sometimes. <laughs> I know my wife doesn't like it at all. <laughs> you like, did it to yourself. Yeah. You did it to yourself. That's right. We can't go to Target without him having like three people be like, hey, how's it going? Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. It's great. It's great. It's great. He, he's popular, man. He's popular. Great. That's right. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. We appreciate really appreciate it. it. Appreciate yes. It, you know, and we definitely and, really want you to be back on um, when, yeah. you're, when you're ready. I think you should be ready soon. With yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I want to release it. Um, Maybe on my birthday. Sure, that'd be nice. May 16th. So, spring type of situation. Boom. Mm-hmm. See, another exclusive, guys. Another exclusive. That's right. That's right here so. on Real to Real. Just so that That's you know. Right. Yep. We're going to make it happen. You know? <laughs> there you go. Y'all going to be in the big office. So, like, mine, so, so, you know. so in, let's hope so. I might have to fly out. Don't give out too much <laughs> right. information. But what is going to go along with the book? As far as as an outfit, so I was, I mean, does the outfit have I mean, to cover I, the book? Yes. No, I mean obviously it's going to be merch that comes along with it, because um, that was the whole concept of how the brand started. That's right. I remember um, that. Yeah, and I and I also started the brand because it's like I got tired of buying clothes, so I was like, let me just make my own. <laughs> yeah. That that. But um, so yeah, we're gonna like have the merch that. aspect. We're gonna have the book. Um, we're gonna have um. Like a, a, a mini doc, so like a behind the scenes, like what went into creating everything and why did I make the book and different aspects. And then there's going to be an audio situation. Mm-hmm. Audio situation. Nah, that's audio cool, man. situation. Yeah, yeah. That sounds Look, good, brother. I can't wait to have you on next time. Yeah, I truly appreciate it. Just, just think <laughs> about like Jay Z. Yeah. Just think about Jay Z and the blueprint. When I say audio situation, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I definitely remember that album right there. I know. <laughs> right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an audio situation. Yeah. With the book. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate you coming on, man. Um, 
and thanks thanks for letting us into your world and for the audience um you know keep checking us until out. next time that's right keep right. Sub- like subscribe all of that jazz yeah prescribe until next time. Yep, all that good stuff <laughs> you said prescribe yeah <laughs> <laughs> all that good stuff check us out on instagram tiktok all that <laughs> we ain't even on tiktok man what oh, are you man, talking about here you go <laughs> I haven't gotten I haven't gotten into the TikTok yet. I haven't Man. gotten into the TikTok. Don't, don't do it, brother. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Herb it. is into it way too much. Oh man. <laughs> Sucks me in every time. Yeah, like oh no. The Real to Real Podcast is presented by Herbert Williams Beffo and Bianca Miskitis. Our producer is Ben Runyon. Our technical director is Nick Patry. Audio and video lead is Megan Kotner. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at real to real and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or anywhere else podcasts are found. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. It's been Real with Coach Herb and B.